I am excited, and I will tell you that the commit list just kept going and going at one point. I was like, man, everyone's dropping. Yeah, it was crazy this week. I, I don't even have it all updated. It was so much. So there's there's a lot uh, more to add, but I love how people are sending me um, just even screenshots or DMs of who's committing and who's not. So keep them coming. Hey, Susie. Good to see you out there. One of my favorite coaches out on the East Coast, especially. You're number one on the East Coast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Great, great group coming in here tonight. Thank you guys for joining us. We're going to talk about social media tonight. We'll get started in a minute. I'm struggling with my earbuds. I've had um, one going off dead all day. You know, I go through them like candy. I know. I feel like they always need to be refreshed almost yearly. Yeah, it's crazy. I um, lose them. So if you see me out in the field, I have this bling bling case with a with a button on it because I keep losing them. And I lose just one. You know, it's never two. And you can't just connect them. I have like three sets of ones that don't interconnect. I don't know if Apple will ever let me um, <laughs> make make them connect. But and we are going to record tonight, too. So uh, any of you that want to come off, you're welcome to join in. Uh, Jackie and I just are friends through social media here. We're going to meet up someday, probably the College World Series. But uh, I'm starting to plan some preseason. I don't know if I'm going to go to Puerto Vallarta or Mary Nutter or Clearwater. So it'll be interesting. I like to go to those. That's my, my vacation time. But I love, love to follow the sport. All right. Absolutely. We're going to get a pretty good listening group here. And if you haven't friended us yet, love love for you to follow us. I'm Sherry Nadine, and uh, my co-host is Jackie, and we'll introduce ourselves here just momentarily. But love for you to give us a, a follow, and uh, we'll follow you back if you'd like and get rolling here. So. And just so everyone knows in this space that we are – if you come up to speak, you're part of the recording, but just listening, you do not show up on the recording. So just giving you a heads up on that. Great insight. And then down on the bottom too, when you do come out, there's a mic and you just click on it and you, and uh, request to speak. And then you have to come off your muted mic. And then next to it is little buttons. As you see me give some hearts out uh, or some likes or some comments. It's kind of fun just letting letting us know that you're out there and you're listening and you, you're liking what we're saying. I see some of my student athletes getting on, some recently committed ones too, which is exciting. The 24 class, like Jackie said, is going crazy. So, hey, it is 7 o'clock. I like to be punctual, those of you who know me. I am Sherry Nadine. I'm the owner of Collegiate Sports Advocate CSA. And I'm going to do a little bragging here for a minute because, man, we had one heck of a week. We are at 436 committed student-athletes. There is nobody doing what we're doing. And part of what I'm sharing tonight is some of our social media strategy, which is helping us win. But it's not always what everybody thinks we should be doing because it's sometimes not intuitive what we do on social media. But I also wanted to introduce my co-host, Jackie. Absolutely. Yes, I'm Jackie Wins. I'm from New Jersey. I'm a former NCAA dual sport athlete um, in soccer and lacrosse. Uh, so from my point of view, I know I'm really into, of course, Sooner softball and that, that area, but overall, um, passionate about sports, female sports, um, and the recruiting journey that I follow along for many sports here at OU. So just, uh, providing insight, um, and collaborating. Awesome. Well, we're going to kick it off. Uh, I started this company eight years ago and I am a 28 year retired corporate America, uh, sales manager and marketing. I did a lot of business development for the wireless industry and data services. So I like technology. I like social media. I like marketing. I called myself the other day a master marketer because I really believe that's what we're doing to help these student athletes get committed. And I'm going to give you some tips here tonight. One of the basic concepts I use, and I, I got invited to be a speaker at a high school out in West Texas last week, and it was actually really fun. And so I practiced this presentation on them. And it really is who, what, where, when, why, 
and how. That's literally how we go about social media, about our marketing strategy, about how we help student athletes get it done. And it can be answered differently by each student athlete. But what we're going to go over tonight is the different types of social media. We love Twitter. I believe Twitter is very active in recruiting for softball, especially obviously for football baseball um i you know we we've tried to get some energy going in other sports you know we need advocates that actually manage those sports because there's only so much of me and and my small team of, of advocates that go out there to do what we do but one of the things we give to our student athletes is a full social media plan now we do it in a very general environment but when we get them one-on-one we really talk about i had one texting me today and i see her dad online like you mean i'm not supposed to put weekly highlights up on twitter and the answer for her is no now is it for somebody else it's possible but i'll tell you why we we have a very um, systematic system of what we put on social media and what we don't is because we look at the college coach as our audience. That's who we're trying to connect our product with, which is a student athlete, right? Trying to get our student athlete to get, you know, recruited by these coaches. If the coach is the decision maker, we're going to serve them what they want. And what we see is that they have a very stringent recruiting process until their, you know, junior year, that prospective student athlete can only have contact via email. So we try to keep in that, and I test this. I tested it at the Mary Nutter. I tested it all summer long. Hey, coach, what do you think about student athletes going up and putting content up on on Twitter? And they said the same thing. You got to know what it is you're putting out there, who you're sending it to, why you're sending it, where it's going, you know, what medium are you using to get to the college coaches? Where is it going? When is it going? Right. Timing is a lot of things. Why you're sending it. That's a big one. I ask the student athletes, why are you sending that? Do you think that's good? You know, not always what they send out there is good information for a coach to see. In fact, I had a, uh, went to a big uh, travel ball event that one of um, the Texas clubs put on. And there was a speaker from the SEC, and she said, the more content you give me, the more I'm going to discount what it is you're sending me. Because if you go old school recruiting, they, they're looking at a 1,000 kids in between 8th grade and ninth grade. They're trying to put a 1,000 kids up on the board, coming in and out, who they're going to look at. you know. And they look at talent first. Then they look at where you're playing. They look at your club. Who are they developing? You know, the relationships of past college uh, bound athletes and then they then they're looking at getting rid of that thousand list they're looking at marking lines through it so if you're sending up content and they automatically say man this kid cannot play at my level right off the list where our goal is to get them to see you play right and that's what they want to do the coaches need to see you play this is not just a game of internet and marketing skills and um, and yet in COVID, I can name two student athletes I watched get recruited just on Twitter, and I'm going to be watching to see how it turns out for them. But they need to see you play. And, um, you know, again, if any of you guys have comments or questions, if you want to come off mic and interrupt me, I'm going to keep on going unless uh, you guys have comments or you want to add something to it. But so with Twitter, you're pushing something out. And this is some of the comments we heard at the National Fast Pitch um, Conference. And one of our, our listeners here was there with me. And they said, you know, who hijacked my Twitter, right? Who gave you permission to tag me? They, they really make very strong statements about that because here's the challenge for them. They don't have several staff members being able to go in and um, sort through the amount of content that gets put up there. So then one coach said, so if that's the case and I don't have time to do it, then you've just deemed my social media irrelevant because I can't get to it to actually get, you know, on and, and, you know, uh, actually, can you still hear me? I just want to make sure Jackie, I'm still having, you're good. Okay. I had to put one earbud away and get it charged up. So, um, if not, I'll have to go hands-free here. I might do that here just to protect myself from my crazy earbuds tonight um let me see if i can do that on my phone jackie do you want to add some things while i switch my phone to absolutely 
Yeah, it's really important when you put social media up, right? Like, I basically my whole brand on Twitter, right, is all just social media, uh, because I'm, you know, post athletics, things like that. And I think that it's important when you are creating a Twitter, you are really representing yourself and creating your brand. Right. So if you just throw a whole bunch of stuff up there, it can be, you know, what looks brilliant to you may be something that is not what's seen as brilliant from the eye of the coach. So you really have to look at, you know, I always say just start building your brand if you want to put stuff up, you know, maybe a schedule or things like that. Uh, But don't start going too, too wild until you've really committed. And then you can start to build that brand Um, because it is something that is seen as, you know, useful. Uh, but I don't think that it is necessarily going to help you or be advantageous to you to put up a thousand clips. Uh, because let's, you know, it, you don't do a thousand things a hundred percent correctly. So you leave that door open. That's great. And I love it. And we talked last week about, you know, building an NIL and building, you know, content to create your brand out there as a student athlete. And I think that's a great transition when you do commit and you do start to represent yourself as a committed athlete, you know, so your why is, Hey, you're trying to get seen. You're trying to get committed, right? You're trying to get a coach to take a look at you. And I have noticed that some of the younger um, coaches have come in and, you know, they're a little bit more familiar with social media And, you know, they're like, yeah, we're open to it. But then I had one young coach who was an OU softball player who's now an assistant coach say, it's really tough to manage multiple uh, points of contact with student athletes. And, you know, they have to go in and they have to, you know, look at NCAA and track contact. Uh, contact. And, you know, there's just a lot of systematic things the coaches have to do on the backside. And they're like, man, we got enough to do to manage another method of contact and connection. And, you know, and then they said it kind of took the fun out of social media. We don't get to have our social media anymore. So I thought that was interesting. But um, the other thing I did was look deep into why the different social media platforms, because of course we can come back to, to Twitter because I do think it's the most active and the best one for student athletes. But if you go out to Facebook, you know, there's an age group that goes along with Facebook. So no offense, I'm an older person, but it tends to be an older audience that, that likes Facebook and it's more friends and family. And and I noticed, like I just put up, you know, some pictures of my daughter's birth date and it gets a lot of hits because it's fun and it's social where a lot of my posts for my work don't get as much airway. So they really tighten the analytics for the different things that you post. So they're not looking for business on Facebook, you know, according to their analytics. And then Instagram is kind of this caught between the older people. And I almost say that some millennials, it's very visual, but the coaches, I don't see them up there as much. Um, I don't get the interaction with them there. I actually get interaction with the college coaches off LinkedIn, which is a business internet um, platform where they don't feel so threatened. They don't feel like the college um, bound student athletes are up there pounding, you know, video and content to them. They see us as more of a business connection. And I, I actually find that um, pleasing because they know it's not threatening and they, they're not feeling like they're, you know, as they call it, getting barfed on. So, you know, there's a different social media platform for a different viewer. And then I pump a lot of our content out with an app out to YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn. And sometimes I flip it over to TikTok, but I have to manually do that. But uh, YouTube is very bizarre and I haven't found it very useful. And I know a lot of people have a YouTube page to kind of store video and content, but I think you have to serve it up to the coach to get the coach to go see it. It's not something that they organically, at least I'm not seeing it. They don't organically go to it and look for video and content. So, you know, I always advise our student athletes to, to go back and do what the audience is wanting. If your audience is a college coach, then stick with the emailing, give them a little bit of video, give them a landing page. That's what we do. We give them a landing page with, you know, four or five very, very controlled um, video sections. So then again, the coach is not barfing on them. 
then the coach, if they want more content, they can ask for more content and we can send them, Hey, I'd like to see this kid go to her next pitching session. Can you send me some video? But we're not applying it out to public. Any thoughts about that, Jackie or Susie or any of our listeners out there? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's really interesting when you, when you get to, you know, how do you get into the, to the coach's ear via social media? That's difficult. I mean, you know, I'll take OU as the example, since that's sort of what I'm known as known for here. Um, Like if you look, it's not really who Patty is really reaching out to on social media, right? She has other assistant coaches, things like that, who's, you know, really make that type of contact if that there is going to be contact via social media. So I think you have to really understand like who you, who your coaches are, right? What they're using and don't, don't push, right? You can provide some information, but the idea is if you put too much on, it looks like you are trying too hard. Um, And I think that you don't want to exhaust anything, right? You want to just show who you are um, and things that you perhaps do, but not too much where there's like every other tweet, you know, you're on their page or your timeline every day. Um, You want to make sure that you are, you know, it is to a benefit. Um, It's not like how you do it with friends. And I know sometimes that's hard because, you know, you post things, all sorts of stuff, Snapchat, everything. Um, With this, with, with, it should be a professional social media aspect um, where you are putting on their things that as if it were a job, right. And as if it were uh, something that you would want to others in the world to know, leave the other videos, your personal Instagrams, things like that, um, and have one like Twitter or whatever that is very professional and set. That is awesome. I, I even do a, um, a visit prep with our student athletes and I tell them, you know, look at the teammates, go take the freshmen and sophomores and take the, those current student athletes and drop their name into Twitter and drop their name into TikTok. Boy, you better see who your potential uh, teammates are going to be. Are they your people? Are they your crew? Are they going to be, you know, future, you know, life friends for life, right? So as much as we know that college coaches are looking at social media and evaluating you before they even bring you on campus, the reverse is happening. We're telling our student athletes, man, you're going to ride in the bus with these kids. I mean, my youngest one who played soccer, she called one time, ah, this girl stinks and her feet are smelly. And why she was just complaining about the bus ride with, you know, stinky soccer shin guards. Right. And I said, then get off the bus. (laughs) You know, somebody else wants your seat. But, uh, uh, she, you know, she had put it up on Twitter and I'm like, take it down. What are we doing? You know, be, be honored that you're there. So the other thing that I was going to bring up is the tagging. And I think that's funny because I'm a marketer. Again, this happened this season is, um, we had a student athlete go up and put up a, a photo and tagged people and it was completely out of line, right? It was like the wrong layer of what she was tagging. And then I've seen coaches actually say, what if we only tagged the 10 student athletes that we're recruiting? Like, how would you feel on the flip side, right? So are you really getting to them? And what is it saying to them when you're tagging their co, you know, uh, conference mates or, you know, their competitors, right? And then um, another one was um, a picture went up on a visit. You know, people are putting on somebody else's uniform for a visit. And I had two coaches call and say, well, gosh, you know, if she's putting on that uniform and going up on social media, is she already all bought in or should we just, you know, keep looking for somebody else? And I was like, oh, man. Right. So if they're saying it to me. Um, and you don't have a representative, are they passing on you because they see you posting every camp photo or every visit photo? And is that helping you or hurting you? So Jackie, thoughts on that? Or Susie, anybody? I see you, Susie. I'm, I'm, I'm watching you. Yeah, I mean, there's a, there, this is an interesting story. It reminded me, right, as you said it, you know, this is a little bit back when, you know, I was, we were doing videos and stuff, but there wasn't as much social media presence. But I'll never forget, I went on a visit. And they asked me, you know, who else was recruiting me, whatever. And it was almost like a game, right? And, you know, once I said somebody else from within the conference, all of a sudden, it's like, ooh, ooh, wait, are you going there? 
like, you know, or you know, whatever. And, and it kept going, you know, and you're there on the spot because right, social media didn't really um, it wasn't as influential. So you're doing that behind the wall. I couldn't imagine what that's like. Um, and so with even, you know, the attractiveness of, you know, wearing different uniforms, going on these visits, things like that, there's an awesomeness to that, that I, that, you know, is sort of iconic now and cool, but you also have to understand, you know, where, where and when and how, um, within the game, you know, because it is, it's, it's tough. Yeah. It goes back to the who, what, where, when, why, and how, if you're out there trying to organically recruit on your own, you got to think about that. And the part you're missing is the feedback back. Like, is the coach really going to respond back? How will you ever know? I get those phone calls on September 2nd. I don't understand how I didn't get recruited. I was using this app and I was doing it on my own and I'm on a good team. Man, I got to play cleanup at that point because then we got to figure out where we went wrong and, and redo it. Um, so again, if you guys want to add comments or, um, you know, have different experiences with what we're talking about. You know, we love the interaction. And then also, um, I'm looking at Haley Cruz up here because she had posted a photo way back when she was with the Oregon Ducks. And I put it as part of my presentation because I also think you have to be aware of what else is going on out there in social media. And again, I came out of cloud services and uh, Snapchat. TikTok wasn't around when I was still in this, but um, Instagram, uh, sorry, Snapchat was the most subpoenaed website for trafficking, illicit behavior, drugs. And the reason is, is it gives this impression of privacy and there is no privacy in any social media if it's going through a server. I mean, we were the people that, you know, were hosting the servers and they can subpoena and get that information and it's criminal behavior. And so somehow the teenagers think that that's private and they can get away with it. But we see it in junior high and high school. They're screenshotting the things that are going around. It's still going around. So I always try to tell the student athlete, if you can't show it to your mom and dad and you can't show it to grandma and grandpa or your next door neighbor, um, it's probably not something you want to put on social media. The coaches will find you. When I first started this business, the coaches were teaching me how to go stock because I don't want to take a student athlete where I have to clean up a reputation either. So um, any thoughts about that, Jackie? Yeah, I think it's really important to identify, like sort of what I said earlier for some of the new people that I see in this space, you know, your social media is now professional. If you want to play collegially, your social media is now professional. You are now looking for a job. Right. And so you have to really think of it. And that's hard when you're young because you're out, you're at homecoming with your friends, you're doing X, Y, Z. Um, but it's a different mindset. Uh, and especially, you know, if you're looking to play D1 type of level, there is a it, there is that notion that you have a lot of people and it's almost looking for the X at points. You know, if you know, is there do I have to cross this off? Oh, well, on to the next. Um, so you don't want that to be a disadvantage. But there is also that positive side where you can build your brand slowly. Uh, and I think that that is amazing because as you can see with other teams now, there be Oklahoma uh, and, and others, right? There's NIL possibilities. But if you don't, if you know, you see so many football players, right? Back in the day, they go through, they go through all the way till you were a freshman and try and look for a tweet that was wrong. You know, it's, it's brutal. So you make sure that you keep everything. And like I said, make, professional uh twitters instagrams whatever and then lock up those personal ones and keep them clean because who's your best friend today may not be your best friend tomorrow and you don't want anything to continue yeah that is fantastic jackie what what a resource you are of information and you know one of the things that you have to do is you have to continue to build the image that you want to leave with the with the the viewer right what do they think about you what do they feel about you well, if it's a college coach, you know, those are important, but how are you going to know what they feel or what they think about you? So thinking of it, like Jackie just said, as a professional way, that's hard to switch when you're still trying to have fun and do, do the, you know, great things that you do. Just think about um, what would the college coaches think? I had a situation uh, with a kid, you know, doing a funny prank on TikTok and it was at a major club's workout facility. And one of my girlfriends, I didn't even rep her kid, happened to be walking by while this little prank was going 
going on and it was bad. I screenshotted it, sent it to them and said, man, pull it down. Cause that kid was committed to a power five school, had a lot of brand image and you know, that, that was not going to be a good thing to have out on the internet. So, you know, there's a lot of us watching out for you out there, but think about how that's going to help you. How is it going to help you get recruited? Like Jackie said, how is it going to help in NIL in the future? Will it build your brand? Will it leave the impression with the, um, listener, you know, will it, or the, the viewer, will it help you get recruited? Will it help you not get recruited? And how would you know, you know, I do an end of season and a fall review with my student athletes. And, you know, I, I, I follow up with the coaches and, and get that feedback. And unfortunately during this fall, I I've, I've had a couple where I got feedback from coaches of things that happened in the visits, even though I do a visit prep doesn't always come out the way that we ask it, you know, that probably wasn't the best thing to say or best thing to do. I've actually had more parents walk themselves out of visits and offers than the kids have just, you know, by, by their own social media. And Jackie, I don't know if you felt it on the East coast, but during the election, I'm down here in Texas. um, The social media of the parents is very important too. your thoughts there. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, one thing that I've seen lately and, and I haven't really seen before uh, or maybe it was happening and, you know, just with the social media boom is that sometimes the parents will take over the, ch- uh, you know, the student athletes profile or they will create that professional profile and sort of monitor it or use it and, and sort of help them with the recruiting, which, you know, is up to each family and each individual. But I do I have seen and multiple times on Twitter that you will have a family member who is not the student athlete liking things and commenting on things, sometimes political, and it is under the brand of the student athlete, their child. And so that has to be definitely separated <laughs> because co- college coaches can see what you like and what how you comment. And you don't want those two to be mixed. So I often say it's, you know, parents absolutely can monitor social media, but be careful while you're on that, that page you know, how it's being represented because you don't want the mix. And I have unfortunately seen it many times. Yeah, that, that is huge. I saw it a lot uh, during all the social unrest and the different opinions about, you know, the pandemic and things like that. You know, it's, it just really, it shows a lot And the college coaches are looking for that match. And Jackie, I would add to what you just said about um, if a parent is managing their social media, I think you're missing the authenticity of the match between the college coach and the student athlete because you start to see a little personality. You see personality in the college coaches um, Twitters. You know, you see what they what they interact with and how they they promote their games and their team. I mean, I love Larissa Anderson. I follow her. Twitter um, all the time. I mean, there's daily motivation. I just, and you can tell the kind of culture she's trying to build at Mizzou. So, I mean, she just pops to my head because I I just think she's right on. Um, But, you know, making sure that you're authentically putting out who you are because the coaches are trying to make that match. It's not just hit, catch, and throw. All of you are fantastic softball players. They're looking for the non- um, you know, measurable things like the intangibles, you know, how are they going to be as a teammate? How are they, how do they handle stress? How do they handle life? You know, they're looking for the, for those cues. So um, any thoughts on that one? Definitely. I think so. And I think that there's an important thing that, you know, as we've been talking to make that distinction, it's you can monitor, right. And help your child just, you know, check in on that, but managing can be a little much, right? Your child has to be the one who wants to do it. They're going to be the one playing. They're going to be the one talking, uh, you know, to the coaches, you know, with the student athletes, that interaction. And let me tell you, the athletes follow each other on Twitter and Instagram and, and all sorts of things. So they sort of engage as well. Um, and so you'd want to absolutely be authentic in that um, and, and make sure, you know, everything's on par. But, you know, back in the day, you used to have parents writing the emails, things like that. And college coaches used to say all the time, I want, I can tell when it's a, a child and I could tell when it's a parent. Uh, so it's important that, you know, it, it is, it is authentically you. And I still remember back in the day, I go to back former emails and I'm like, man, you definitely t- can tell it's me, you know, it's, it's absolutely me. Uh, but it, you know, it's, it's important that you take those steps um, yourself as the athlete, because you want to be the one doing the work. 
Yeah, that is fantastic. And just the the Be Authentically You, uh, I'm a big fan of a new book that Bethany Frankel put out. She's a big entrepreneur. Many of you know her as a real housewife of New York. And it's business is personal. And she's really talking about, you know, your brand is your business. That is what you're putting out to these college coaches. And if you think of it that way, then you have to be authentic. You have to be bold. You have to be unapologetic. And yet you have to apologize for bad behavior. You have to understand the effects of what it is that you're putting out there. So if you want to hear, you know, a good book that's outside of softball that I think you can relate to, you know, marketing yourself properly and putting out the right content that if a coach pulls up your, your, you know, page with CSA or your Twitter page or your Instagram, what are they going to think about you? What are they going to think about the contribution you're going to make as a teammate? And is it all just workouts or is it complimenting your teammate? Is it complimenting, you know, a, a high school mate? You know, I think it's great when you tag the high school coaches and, you know, when you're playing and then when you're playing high school, tagging your, your travel ball coaches, you know, making it a more collective, um, you know, group of people. And we've got a really active um, newspaper guy here in our DFW area, and he does a great job on all sports. And I think it's great to tag them, you know, let the, the natural press out there. And yet on the flip side, I'm not a big fan of what I call Klingons, which are just internet trolls that just try to retweet everything you do. And, and, and I always say to the non-recruited kids, what, what are you doing? You're letting somebody take your brand and you're letting somebody, you know, market you and you don't even know who they are, you know, have a better sense of who you're sharing your brand with. And I think that has something to say with the NILs too, don't you, Jackie? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's important that especially with NIL, and I can, you can really make your brand powerful to NIL. um, But it's important on who you target, and who you include, um, and how it's built. Um, And I always say the ground up is better than starting from, you know, a, a midpoint in your on your Twitter aspect, I always think a fresh new page, right where you know, you gain followers, things like that, especially as you commit and whatnot. That's super important because right now you're throwing a thousand videos, whatnot, you're to lose gain followers. It's bizarre how this all works. But, you know, really ensuring that you are who you're connecting with and who you're following is of importance, right? Of, you know, the people that you want to target and who you want to include, you know, because it it is a big world and you don't need to be following 20,000 people. You want to target who you're following to sort of grow your account um, and use social media in a powerful way to advertise who you are and your interest and what you're doing well, right? Not just, oh, I, you know, I'm, you know, hitting in practice, things like that. But, you know, what are you doing around town? Student athletes do so many great things. What's your volunteering? What are you doing? Post a picture even at the food bank. You know, you don't have to tag a thousand people. But if you, if a if a coach, you know, is interested in you and that social media person on their team, right, goes and finds you and say, oh, look, this kid was at a volunteer event. That's cool, right? They're going to find those things anyway when they look at you. Uh, so to have those types of things and what your character is like and who you are, that's that's cool. Uh, but you don't have to have a thousand things of, you know, hitting and whatnot that drives people to your page just for that. Um, get people to get to your page for other reasons, too, uh, that markets yourself. That's great. I love love the advice. And and I think it's funny because, it, you know, we always say you are who your friends are, right? Well, it's kind of the same in your Twitter feed. Um, I, I had to kind of unfollow some people because then all of a sudden, if you're following them and then their content just keeps dumping on your page, you, know, you just kind of look at it like, where's the connection? What are we doing here? Right. So don't be afraid to go unfollow people. It's not going to hurt their feelings, but, you know, make sure they represent you well, too. And that it's, you know, people that are going to, I tell the younger kids, make sure your friends in your friend group, and especially like you said, Jackie, about the comments, are people that are going to represent you in the recruiting process. Because, you know, you need to be able to say, um, uh, delete and find new friends, right? And um, say, hey, sorry, I'm in the recruiting process, but I can't have any curse words on my replies. You know, thanks thanks for being funny, but, you know, not helping me out. So, um you know, coaches are watching, they're looking, they're following, they're trying to get a sense of your personality. Recruits, as you're starting to look at colleges, go look at them in the same way. Are they representing their 
college and their university the same way that, that, you know, would make you feel proud to be on their team. You know, go follow these colleges. I love it in preseason or all season when they do play by play. I mean, you don't even have to, you know, pay for a subscription. You can follow the whole game by their Twitter feed. So, uh, you know, you have to turn some of them off too, but I, I want to open it up. If you guys have any comments or you want to add anything or ask any questions, all you have to do is request to speak down there in the bottom left, but we're open to it. We have a really good audience of people, a lot of experts out here, things that work for them and things that aren't working or things you've learned along the way, um, you know, feel free. We, we would love, uh, love to hear more of you. We have one comment that said, um, Great advice. We appreciate that, Jim. Um, we hope we're giving good advice to all of you and, uh, you know, want to learn more. One of the fun things is uh, looking back at my business plan every year. I do it every December. Uh, one of my uh, advocates in California said, can you believe what we used to do? I mean, there was no, we weren't using Twitter because Twitter wasn't a thing until the pandemic. We weren't using, you know, highlight video previous to the pandemic. We, you know, we weren't doing any of that because we were getting them committed just by representing them at a tournament. Now you have to be multifaceted. You have to go back to my original statement. You have to do the who, what, where, when, why, and how. And each college coach is different. So some some say, sure, tag me on your camp flyer or, I mean, your camp photo when you come to my camp. And I always say, well, why would you do that? You know, you're at their camp. Let them market their camp for themselves. But why are you giving your name to them? Does that help you or does that hurt you? So I think those are important questions before you post something ask, is it going to help me or is it going to hurt me? And does it give too much information to other coaches that are recruiting me? And, um, you know, will it get me on their target list or is that their, their preferred method of communication? Um, open to thoughts, comments here. I think it's, um, I, I think it's really important. And what you just said was, was crucial, you know, really understanding who your audience is. I also think that, you know, I, I, some of you are probably sitting in here, especially the youngins, right, who are in the process and going, okay, well, let me look at my social media. Uh, I always just say, you know, take a second back and know that your, your coaches are older than you, right? So what you think right now, right, is good, uh, right? And, oh, that's great. Like, you know, you, you throw up a, a video of you um, and maybe you're in pajamas or, you know, workout clothes that aren't softball or, you know, whatnot, and you think that that is a good idea, take a step back and say, all right, if I'm somebody who might be a little bit older, like, what is my outlook? Uh, because it's really hard to think, you know, in school, you know, somebody dress codes you, right? And you're like, whoa, why, right? Well, on social media, that's the same age group your coaches are, right? So you also have to say, well, okay, is this is this appropriate for each age group? And I know that's hard right now in the in the you know when you're going to post it, but it is crucial because what you think is absolutely innocent, right, and it probably has zero bad intention, can make somebody move on, um, and because you know the field's saturated. Um, so you don't want to ever hurt your own self in the process. Uh, and that's something that's huge because I'm telling you, I go through my timeline and I see recruits all the time um, with softball because of the postings and retweets and things like that, that I do through my brand. Right. And I can tell like, whoa, you know, we were having a conversation earlier and I said, I just saw the strangest thing uh, from a recruit. So it's important that, that you do that for that reason. But don't lose fact, don't lose that in, in the conversation that social media is a powerful tool for you. Um, and extremely important once you commit uh, because of how this softball boom is um, that we're seeing, right? And how to build that brand um, is so important. So by building the foundation of your account now is crucial as you continue. Um, and that's why, you know, this topic tonight is so important and we're sort of, you know, there is that aspect, which we're sort of looking at, um, which yes, don't do this, don't do that. Uh, but it's also important to know the do's, how to do that, how to start it, go through your social media, uh, you know, take our advice from tonight, um, and those little things and then start to make a brand out of it and really, you know, portray yourself. Yeah, that's so great. I had a, a very famous coach who's now a 
a pitching coach say, don't tell them what not to do all the time. Tell them what to do. And it's such a hard thing because we learn what not to do by mistakes of others. Right. And so my, you know, end of my presentation on my, on my one that I send to the student athletes, I put, does it help you or does it hurt you? And how will you know? You know, colleges will make you sign a contract for proper behavior. So think about, you know, that and they have rules and guidelines that they have to follow. So I think that's right, Jackie, you're going into a different level of professionalism and even a workforce. You know, you have to do that when you work in the workforce. You can't do what you want to do. Um, will it be embarrassing to show a college coach? So you got to know once you become in the recruiting process, they're watching. They're watching everything you do. So it might be cute and funny and friendly, but we've actually lost two signed contracts um, for student athletes. One was on um, TikTok and one was on Snapchat. And it's just, you can't erase that. And I asked the college coach why, you know, couldn't we just learn from it? And they said, we just don't have time to correct that behavior. You have to have a good filter. You have to have a good sense of what is right and wrong. So error on the side of caution and, you know, be kind and share what props up others. I think that is huge. When you say, hey, great job to your teammate. Um, there was one, man, this kid, she's committed to Houston. She's a middle infielder. She made the most sick play from shorts up. And her pitcher went up and said, man, love when a kid like this has my back, right? Those are, those are important. And then, you know, I wouldn't tag a college coach unless they said they you can tag them and then I would ask yourself why are you tagging a coach and helping them create their business on your brand and are you uh, you know are you um maybe distracting somebody else from coming to recruit you because you're you're you know tagging a different coach so you know they they watch they watch who their competitors are they watch who's watching you um and so you have to say will that help me or hurt me right and then I already said what impression is left when somebody goes to your page, man, go look at your Instagram, go look at your Twitter, go look at your Facebook. And I mean, hit on the photos, uh, hit on the, the portfolio with the collage that they have on, on Instagram and just say, is this helping me or hurting me? And um, will this post cause division or create conflict? And if so, if, is, if that's what you're aiming for, then you have to consider the consequences. And I put in big red on my presentation, will this help me get recruited, right? And what colleges are posting is not always, you know, what college kids are posting is not always age appropriate for us. I fight that one on TikTok a lot because some of the songs and the dances that the college kids do up there, mm, I kind of cringe because I'm in that older generation, but um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't emulate that as a young recruit until you get there. Then you can do what they do. <laughs> Anybody have thoughts or or comments or input. You also can sh feel free to message us if you don't want to do anything publicly, like on the comment board or, or uh, come up here. We're more than welcome uh, to answer anything as well. So don't be shy. And I know I see a lot of people in the softball world on this. It's, it's a good uh, thing. I don't want to cut it short. If other people have questions, anything else they need, need from us, anything you want to learn, um, you know, we're, we're here to answer. This is a, just a group chat and, and we always look for, for topics for next week too. We would love to know what else you, you want to hear, what else you need from us. And um, we, we like to give you as much as we possibly can. It's uh, tough out there. We like to help student athletes. Again, I love our numbers this week. 436 student athletes are committed. I, I can't even count how many has happened since September because I don't sort my spreadsheet that way. But um, it's been pretty amazing. And it's because we do understand what the student athlete is trying to accomplish and what the college coaches. We're not perfect at it. We ask them all the time, hey, what do you want to see? A lot of coaches have different um impressions about it but then i i would ask you then is if that's what you want to go public to i think that's important that one coach might like that but most most coaches may not or vice versa right so private message them the information or stick with the current process and current today because it can change tomorrow which is uh, emailing the student uh, e emailing the college coaches and uh, you know that's their preferred method or private message them. They can talk to you once you become a junior in softball, um, September 1st forward. And then if they're contacting you that way, then I've always said, 
utilize the method that they prefer. If you've got somebody communicating to you, communicate back the way they prefer. So if they text you, text them back. If they call you, call them back. If they email you, email them back and so on. And uh, that's always what we've called two-way communication. Uh, any other tips that you have, Jackie? Uh, mine was, I was actually thinking about this, like if I was in the shoes of a, um, of a student athlete now and, and mine would be like, well, you know, there's a thousand social media apps um, now that coaches are on and, and things like that. Um, and I think right now, if, if you're all wondering, okay, what, what can I do now to sort of, you know, boost myself or, or you know, check myself, I would just stick to uh, probably Twitter. Instagram is is good, but it, it really is hard to find. It's more of a network based, right? Ha- adding everybody into your, your, you know, your files, things like that. It's not bad. There are a lot of college coaches who do uh, use Instagram, but Twitter tends to be pretty quick. Um, so I like, and it's really used by uh, businesses. So especially for followers and things like that, uh, Instagram too, as well. Uh, but Twitter is a big thing because you can boost. So as your NIL possibilities increase when you commit, um, you already have a decent base. Um, so that would be my first thing. It's also really easy. You don't need a thousand bios and, you know, captions for every photo you can just put a little tidbit and move on um so that is probably where i would start to look at really just like focusing and making that professional lock your personal one up and really go from there and then you can you know branch out uh with the others uh but that would probably be my first step um if i was in the student athlete shoes now so just to give you a little thing to take away that's great. Great advice. And uh, like Jackie said earlier, she was a double sport athlete and she's a super fan of all sports out there. I'm obviously the owner of Collegiate Sports Advocate and have, you know, a full service. I have 871 student athletes nationwide. So, I mean, I, we wanted to bring you two different perspectives. I see travel ball coaches on here. I see um, student athletes. I've seen fellow coaches. If any of you have anything else you want to say, um, we're about to close down unless we can serve you guys in any other way. If you have any questions, like Jackie said, you can private message us and we're happy to answer it. But um, we we love coming up here and serving and giving you guys. um, Oh, we got a requested here. I know this guy. Jackie, I don't know if I know how to do this. I got him. Okay. He's connecting right now. All right. He's good now. Ed, you're a speaker now. Hope you got to come off mute. All right. You guys hear me now? Yep. Sure All right. That's like a commercial. I love the Twitter conversation because I think that's appropriate. Is um, And the reason I like Twitter is, is number one, it, it's quick, it's fast, and it, and it gets, you know, to the right audience. The other part, if, if, I'm a, if I was a softball player, and I'm not, but if I was a softball player – you know, and you start to build a following, it gives you a perspective of who's really, who is really watching you, right? Without them, you know, being able to connect with you, but, you know, do they like your commentary or do they follow you? For me as a, as a Twitter, having my own little Twitter handle, I look at it this way. Um, Am I reaching the audience that I want to reach? Who am, who am I missing? And how can I interact with them in a relevant way, right? So that they 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 potentially follow me, or I become one of their followers. So I, I love the conversation; it's fluid, and uh, appreciate all the hard work. Thank you. Appreciate those comments. Uh, Ed is a 33-year employee of Coca-Cola. So talk about somebody who knows branding and social media and messaging. I, I always appreciate appreciate it and if you guys didn't catch that he is my spouse my husband so uh, appreciate it and uh, great words of advice so um love this conversation next week i'm looking for topics anybody have any ideas love for you to send it out but we're trying to meet every tuesday 7 p.m central time this has been a great uh, space and uh, appreciate everybody's time and effort and hopefully We've um, shared something with you. And of course, we learned from you too. So Jackie, any parting thoughts? No, I think that there's a lot of information. And I think for some of the student athletes today, there might be a moment where they have to sit down and they go, whoa, okay, I got to check everything. Um, and I think, yes, it's important and that you take some time to go through it, um, but also really take time for yourself and say, well, what do you, how do you want to portray yourself? you know, and who, who are you? And, you know, because that is your brand. Um, you, it, it is who you are. 
Uh, and so that's why I think it's best when you do that, uh, identify, you know, what you plan to use the platform for just softball. Uh, you know, what about softball? Is it tournaments, you know, that you're going to put up schedules? Is it going to be that you're going to put up the volunteering things or do you want a little bit, you know, of each, uh, but sort of take that tidbit away uh, and, and you'll see, go through other recruit stuff, see what, what, what you're talking about and see if you see that, you know, um, and determine, you know, how you want to shape it before you really go and attack and, and review. And we just had a couple comments. Thank you for your nice words on, on messaging. But we had another one that said, um, how do college coaches feel about recruits not having a Snapchat or a Facebook? I have Twitter and Instagram. And I think those are great. Again, it's the audience, right? Most of the college coaches are not interacting with student athletes up on on um, Facebook. They're, you know, more up on Twitter and, and Instagram. So I think student athlete, you're on the right track. Um, and um, somebody else just said, thank you, but I hope that helps. Uh, the other one I get from parents is, you know, we don't want our kid to have social media. It's scary out there. And yeah, I agree. I mean, some weird people are out there and they, you know, do weird things. You have to know who to accept and who not to accept and block people. If you get a creepy feeling or you're not comfortable, block them. If it's not a conversation you would have with your parents, then block them. That is, it's not the place to have social interaction, you know, blind dating or, you know, inter internet dating. None of, none of that is, is, I don't know, Jackie's laughing at me. I don't, you know, the whole world is, is crazy to me there uh, with that. But, you know, a lot of that inappropriate contact happens on social media, you just don't have it. You block it. So um, those are great questions. I think we have a couple more here. I just want to make sure. Uh, I'm just going to add a little yeah. bit real quick on the on, on the thing. First off, I think college coaches are probably really thankful that you don't have Snapchat um, because where things go to burn is always Snapchat. Um, and so I like to say, you know, it's, it's probably safer, uh, not that they care if you have one, if you use it responsibly, uh, and sort of the same thing with Facebook, Fa you know, Facebook was a little, is a little bit more old, old gen. Um, so I don't think that many, many people are using it, but I don't know why, but bad things tend, tend to happen also on Facebook. So I don't think that they would be, uh, they, they would be mad that you didn't or that it, it would probably be beneficial for you to, to not use those as much. Perfect. Perfect answer. Well, great. Great questions, everybody. We appreciate you and we'll handle your rest of your questions offline. And uh, thank you for joining in tonight and come see us again next week. Have a good night, everybody. See you later. Thank you.